We hear in this story probably a big part of one day in the life of Jesus. And these amazing things happen. Two powerful healings. The power of Jesus' touch and the power of faith. And there's a lot of movement in the story, too. They start out, they come across with the boat to the other side of the sea, and right by the sea is where it starts out. Jesus is there teaching. And then this man, the official from the synagogue, runs up and prostrates himself by Jesus. My daughter's dying. Come lay a hand on her so that she can get well. So Jesus goes, and all these people are around him. I was trying to think about what kind of a situation do we have where like, people are like all around you. I suppose at the end of a concert, or when you're going into a concert, people do that. In Europe, it happens all the time, and anywhere you are. Museums, work, banks, no matter where you are, everybody's like this. We got it in a pl- an airplane. We sit like this, you know, with everybody around us. So they got all these people, and then they come to this woman who for 12 years has been bleeding, gone to all the doctors. She's only getting worse, lost all of her savings. And she's got the greatest faith. She says, if I can just touch his clothes... She doesn't say, I may be healed. She says, I shall be healed. She knows it. It's a big risk, though. Because she's bleeding, she's unclean. For 12 years, she's not been able to go to the temple. If she sits down somewhere, you can't sit there because it's unclean. So when she touches Jesus... She could be thinking, I'm making Jesus unclean. And if they find it out, that's why she's fearful and trembling when finally Jesus not leaving until he finds out who got that power. She's afraid about the consequences. And he says to her, see, there's two daughters in this story. There's a daughter of Jairus, who he wants Jesus to come heal, And Jesus calls this woman daughter. Daughter, your faith has saved you. That's a big message, I think, for you and me. Because she's meant to be like one of us, with all of our issues and our problems. And Jesus called her daughter. He wanted to meet her, who got healed. You notice all the personal touch here. He's going to go with the man to his house. When the woman touches him, he wants to meet her. And then they go on a little further and they tell her, well, she died. Don't bother him anymore. And Jesus tries to bolster that father's faith. Don't be afraid. She's not dead. Have faith. When they get to the house, he tells them, she's not dead. She's asleep. And they ridicule him. He throws them all out. The mom, the dad... Peter, James, and John, they're the ones who are going to go in. And then he goes in, and the Aramaic is in the gospel, Jesus' language. He touches her by the hand and says, Talitha kum, little girl, arise. Great word. That's what his whole life was going to be about, the resurrection. Little girl, arise. So personal. Great faith, the power of Jesus, the power of his touch, 
You know, there's only one spot that I can think of where Jesus ever said, go and it's going to be done for you. I don't know if you remember which one it is. It's the Roman official. He's not even Jewish. He comes up to Jesus and says, please help my servant. And Jesus says, I'll go to your house. No, you don't have to go to my house. You just say the word and it'll happen. I have people under me. When I give them an order, it happens. Jesus says, I've never seen this kind of faith in Israel. And in the moment Jesus says his servant will live, they tell him that's the way he got better. Do you know, that's why we say that Roman official's words when we go to communion. Because Jesus said it was the greatest faith he ever heard. Lord, I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. That's right from this moment. It's the only time. Otherwise, Jesus was always personal, touching the person. He wanted to be very personal. So it's a great inspirational story for us today. So I wanted to think about what's an example of when that happens right now in our life. I saw this story about Anne Gillian. She's an actress, movies, TV, uh, on Broadway. What, the movie that I recognized of hers was Mr. Mom. She was in Mr. Mom years ago. She, she got married in 1977 and is still married to the same man today. In 1985, in March, she was at the gym. And while she was dressing, she noticed something on her body. Didn't look good. Went to the doctor. Cancer. So she went to her church in San Fernando Valley, St. Francis de Sale. And when she walked in the doors of the church, she read the inscription on the door. It's a quote by St. Francis de Sales. And I, and I wrote it down. The same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of you tomorrow and every day. Either he will shield you from suffering or he will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace then and put aside all ancient thoughts and imaginations. Well, after reading that inscription, she went into the church to the Blessed Sacrament, and she knelt down there, and she talked to Jesus about her cancer. She thought about that inscription the Father is always with us to either heal us or to give us the strength to bear whatever happens. And a great, great peace came over her. And she went on to have the surgery. This was 1985. Uh, we've learned a lot in medicine over the last 30 years. But she was healed. And there were, there were articles written about her because of the peace and the joy that she had even before the surgery and the healing. And it was a great, she was a great inspiration for cancer victims around the country. And it's a present day example. So in our problems, when we think like, I don't have the faith, or I'm having a hard time trusting, maybe we could do what Anne did. Come before Jesus. Ask him for it. I'll give you one other example. It was in my life. 
My dad, you might, many of you know, passed away at the end of May. You know, he didn't get healed. But there were all these little things that happened that I am convinced was the hand of God. I'll tell you one of them. When he first got to the hospital, he broke three ribs from falling. And they told him he was in, oh my gosh, he was in horrible pain. And there were reasons he fell. Just he just didn't fall. It was something was already going on. And they told us at the hospital, we, we, we don't keep people who break ribs. You're going to have to go home. And I'm looking at my mom and I'm thinking, I told the nurse, I said, how am I going to get him in the house? They said, well, if you have to take a chair and you, you walk and it takes you two hours to get in, it takes you two hours. I couldn't believe it. So then he wanted to go to the bathroom and he passed out on the bathroom. And then all the people start running here. The doctor comes in and I say, he's going home? No, he's not going home. I see that now as the hand of God. So we would have went home. It would have been a disaster. We would have been back calling the 911 again in a few hours. I really felt that was the hand of God there. There was one after another after another in the next two weeks as he went downhill and now is in heaven. It works both ways. Let me read the inscription one more time. The same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of you tomorrow and every day. Either he will shield you from suffering or he will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace then and put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations. Amen.